The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Aloha! lifestyle.com it's the baller lifestyle podcast my name is brian beckner thank you for joining us episode number 466 i'm pretty sure we appreciate you listening uh you should also call us if you'd like to hear your voice on the show we like hearing from new people 949-464-TBLS-8257 is the phone number to reach out. You can also leave us a voicemail. You can also send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. We would love to hear from you guys. You can also buy our favor for $5 a month or 50 bucks a year, soon to be 55. That is where you go. You click the link in the show notes and you get all the bonus content we do every every week, including this week when we we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's ski accident, which I have a lot a lot of thoughts on. We also we're also going to talk about Lindsay Lohan and um, a milf porno actress, maybe possibly going to the joint for uh, not disclosing that they were paid to do ads for different Bitcoin exchanges. We do a ton of extra bonus content every week. I also record my solo show, Bonus Bry, once a week. And additionally, we do the Baller Lifestyle Podcast after show every Friday night with my friend, longtime friend Dolomite D on the stereo app, which I share for our Red Circle subscribers. So if it's worth it to you, if you are interested in hearing more than what you get for free, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes or clicking the link at the top of the page at theballerlifestyle.com. I am joined now, as always, by Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. Um, I had been on a run of watching, like, darker shows, yeah. and uh, and I, I needed a palate cleanser. I knew there was a, uh, a revival of the show Party Down. Oh, yeah. How is it? And uh, and I was like, let me go. And because I think it was like 15 years ago, it was like Adam Scott. Yeah, and it's a great show. It's a great show. And I I kind of remembered it, but I'm rewatching it the last couple of days. Really it's funny. so good. Yeah, I think uh, it's Ken on Hulu. Reno. Yeah, it's on. No, yeah, I think Ken, it's stars. It's on stars, but I yeah. think Hulu also has it. Yeah. Um, what's her name's not there, though? Who's the girl on that show? Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, big huge fan. fan. Huge <laughs> fan. Still, you should still watch it. No, it's got Martin Starr. They're caterers. It's really funny. Yeah, Yeah. it's just and it's a good it's a good concept because you can just do a completely you have the same core five and you just have a completely different one. I was just watching the one where uh, they they go to a 
uh, a black guy's funeral, oh, yeah. and then this this white woman shows up and she's crying, and she has a a a mixed race child, yeah. and they're like, "Who's this?" And they're like, uh, "Just tell her you're from. She's from the Phoenix office." And <laughs> Dad stepped uh, out. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to watch it. I, I might have to reacquaint myself. I mean, I watched the original, but it was pretty long time ago. I'm surprised they did another one. I um, yeah, it's, I, I haven't seen the new ones yet, yeah, yeah. but like just just rewatching the the old ones, it's it's really good. It's so funny. Uh, Adam Scott is so great. Like he's, he is now Very people. Yeah. Now people kind of know, but back then it was like, you know, people this didn't really know. First, first thing. Yeah. Like first big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, su- succession started. I haven't, the, I haven't watched the first episode. Yeah, There's only one so far, right? Yeah, only one. I won't, I won't spoil it, but uh, I was, I was all excited. Well, I wasn't all excited to watch it, but I was like finally caught up on the rest yeah. of it over the weekend. Cause I knew the new one was starting and then I was like, Oh yeah, it's out. So I'll just watch it. But the problem is now that they're done shooting, everybody's kind of like low key saying how annoying it is that, um, the guy that plays Kendall, Jeremy strong, he's, oh, yeah. he's a, he's, he's getting, a, me- he's, he's a, yeah. yes, he's a, he's a method actor, which means he stays in character the whole time. And we so, may have done a Brian Cox. Yeah, uh, we may have done a story yeah. about how Brian Cox hates his guts. He hates his guts, and so I'm sitting there watching the show, and I'm like, well, you know, this the episode's going on, and I'm like, you mean to tell me that they say cut, and this guy's still doing this, right? And I and me and my chick were watching it while I was talking about her. I was talking about it to her because I'm like, I don't. It's kind of takes me out of it. It's hard to watch. And then I'm thinking of like, uh, like Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor. So when he's playing Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you got to call him Abe. You got to call him Abe. And then he's still Abe. And they're like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Day, I mean, Lincoln, um, here's your uh, diet Red Bull. And he's like, what is this Red Bull? Wait, uh, this is, it's 1861. We have the, and, this and is a, such, what is this material? Such- He's such a good actor, but so like, good. He's, I, I try to forget that he's he's method. Although it'd be yeah. pretty funny, and there will be blood if he's like, yeah. "I drink your milkshake." Yes, yes. <laughs> I drink this double cappuccino. I drink <laughs> it up. I drink it up. Like it's just like, I mean, you're acting. You know, just I get their whole their whole thing is they 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 don't they're not sure that they can get back into it, so they just well, stay I, in it the whole time. But that's so fucking irritating. I think I saw an interview in the last couple of months with F. Maria Abraham, who's oh, like a legend, yes. a legend. And he was asked about that. And he's like, no, no, no. When it takes over, then like, <laughs> then I have fun and like talk to my coworkers. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. what? He's like, I go to the craft service table. Not as <laughs> right. I think, <laughs> I think Ray, I think Ray Liotta said, said the same thing. He's like, dude, just calm down. Like you're fucking <laughs> acting. You don't yeah, have to break. Somebody told a story where he's like, you don't have to be out of breath. Just act like you're out of breath. Like you can do that. You know? <laughs> right. You don't have to actually uh, have a medical emergency. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I was, um, and then at the end of season two, Kendall was like, you know, you're real fired up for him because, you know, he made a big money move at the end of at the end of season two. Is that but when then, he rapped? Yeah. And then, and then, at the, then during season three, no, he rapped during season three, I think. Oh, then during season yes, then during season three, 
he was a real bummer. So now I'm I'm really off him in general, <laughs> especially finding out that he's he's going method on all these people. So yeah, it makes it it makes he's it kind of hard to watch. But it's like it's sad at the same it is. time. It is. Yeah. No, he's he is good. But I just wish I didn't know about his method. Like I don't want. Yeah, I, I don't want to know that about anyone. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know how. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. Uh, okay, let's unless talk. it's yeah. like Adam yes. Sandler went method in Billy Madison. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, that like would. He be. acted like a second grader. Yeah, totally. On, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As as he grew up, he was in. He stayed in the method of each grade. <laughs> like he was doing nothing but like fifth grade stuff yeah. when he was in fifth grade. Totally. Uh, okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. My own joy on DVD. It's finally, um, it's finally stopped raining here in Southern California, Ed, and it's. I mean, it's. Was it raining for a long? Oh time? my god! It was a deluge. It was. It was horrible. My whole backyard was a mud pit. Like every time, every time I would get in and out of my vehicle to go anywhere, little um little specks of water would fall out of the sky and hit my skin. Oh my God. There's no worse feeling. Oh, and it's, humanity. I know. And it's the little drops that are the worst. Like, it's like, you're like, Oh, it's not going to be that bad. And then you get out and then, and then water's touching you and it gets you on the face and stuff. And over the years, I recall having purchased a couple uh, umbrellas on a couple of occasions. And I don't, I have no idea where they are, what happened to them. I think they're in another car somewhere. I mean, well, it could be like all my other things, but actually I think I've purchased, I've purchased umbrellas since then. Well, did, did a, did a, uh, a former person in your life take them along with the silverware? Yes. And the couch. Yes. And so there's, there's a good chance that that happened. But what, what I have, what has happened that is nice here is that we get, um, it's very green, here now that it because it's rained so much everything the hills are green and everything's green and we get this there's like this invasive weed i don't know what it's called it's called like something mustard because it's got like yellow flowers and it's just and it grows so quickly so everything is just covered in the uh, in like four feet of this of this weed everywhere you look all the hills and my buddy a friend of the show well Long time non Red Circle subscriber, current Red Circle subscriber, Darb in the OC, Darb has sent a has sent a photo of because now it's warmed up over the weekend. It's not so cold anymore. Of a, I would say medium size rattlesnake out on the oh, trail. No. Yeah, out on the gotta tra- move. Got to move <laughs> out on the trail where he where he mountain bikes. I don't know if he took this picture himself. I assume he did, or somebody sent it to him. But um, they they are out. They're out and about. The snakes are thriving. And, you know, I worry 
for the the bunny population because there's a lot of bunnies out there. You know, this it's the spring, Ed. This is when they they have their babies, and so there's a lot of bunnies and when they fuck like rabbits. Yes, and produce. that's right. And and the rabbits they got to produce a lot of offspring because the coyotes and the rattlesnakes eat the babies quite a bit. So and the hawks, of course, except in Australia where the guy brought some rabbits over oh, yeah. and then. And then there was no natural predators. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. The rabbits ate took everything. Over. Yeah, they took over. And then they, they then they bring some toads. They're, they have some toads there too that they brought over. They have some invasive toads. There's tons of invasive things in Australia. And for a while there was an invasive Australia. Never mind. Um, what I was going to say is about the um, bunnies. Oh, w- one time there were um, they. Kim, who's Kim Jong Kim Jong Un? Un is the dad. Ill. Kim Jong-il is the dad. One time... From uh, from Team America. Star of Team America World Police. He's great. Um, One time the king of Spain, I think, sent him like a dozen of these giant... They have these giant rabbits in in Spain. And um, they're like, they're like 50 pounds. They're huge. And he, and they were, you know, they have a hard time feeding the population in North Korea. So the King of Spain was like, here, maybe you could raise these rabbits. And he sent them like a dozen of these rabbits to like start, you know, they could start farming these rabbits for food. But then Kim Jong Il immediately slaughtered all of them and had them as a feast. Yeah, that, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. He he also he also he doesn't let anything get in the way of a big feast. He also he also fucked over the um, Volvo on some vehicles. He got a whole bunch of Volvos delivered one time and never paid for them, which I thought was a pretty baller move on his part, along with the eating of the rabbits. Uh, Ed, who who died this week? Oh, we lost a uh, yeah. an icon, yeah. especially of my area. That's right, the captain. Yeah. Willis Reed, yeah. 80 years old. Yeah. Uh, he was the captain of the last Knicks team to win a championship 50 years ago. Um, he, I, I think they celebrated the 73 Knicks like maybe a month ago. Yep. And you knew things were off because um, they had, they had most of the team oh, and they're Bill like, Jackson. Well, no, he's he's persona non grata, oh, so he doesn't good, good. get the invite. But um, but like they're like, oh, Willis is doing fine, but he's just he's on a uh, on a on the monitor here, yeah. like because he can't be there with you. Like a couple of the guys yeah. had died, yeah, but but yeah, like he he looked bad. Yeah, they and, went uh, they went hard back then. Now is he's the, he's the one that he um played in the game where he was hurt. But he, yeah, he, he only tore played his ACL but he only, two days earlier. But he only played like four minutes in that game. Like he he had the first two buckets of the game, and yeah, then that was it. Yeah, that was but, it. But, but it's it very motivational. Lift. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And in that game, it's the Willis Reed game. Yeah, Walt C- Clyde Frazier went for like thirty eight points, yeah. seventeen assists, and eight rebounds yeah. or something. <laughs> and they're like the Willis Reed game. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he went. But Clyde he was, he was yeah. one of he was one of the NBA fifty, NBA seventy five. Yeah. Like he's. He's considered no. a great player. He's but, legit, yeah. But uh, for sure. And a an added bonus uh, when I was working at UBS, yeah. One of the um, one of my coworkers' wives was a nurse, and she once had to apply a catheter to Willis Reed, Shit. and she said it was like a fucking fire hose. 
<laughs> the dude was working with a lot. They had to go. They had to get the extra large catheter. They're like, this will not do. Somebody has to go get the, some extra large surgical tubing. Yeah. To, right. Yeah. PVC pipe yeah. to get in that thing. Yeah. But yeah, like so. Now you know why he was the captain. Yeah. You had oh, Walt yeah. Frazier. You had Dollar Bill Bradley. Yeah. You had all these different guys. Dave DeBusher. But Willis Reed was a captain because yeah. he was packing. He was captain. Of, he was captain of the dick the locker room. crew. Yeah, yeah. I, I, re- I remarked on this week's bonus bride that I've uh, got a um, near forty-eight year streak of non-catheterization going, and I would like to. I would like to extend that as long as you possible. Never hear good things. Yeah, you never hear <laughs> no, good things. No, it does not. It sounds awful. And the removal, because I think usually. You know, or at least they um, they give you a local or they do something when they insert the catheter. And usually, you know, you're dying or something or you're uh, you're going in for surgery and they 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 catheterize you. But then they got to Then they remove it when you're fucking up and at them and ready to leave the hospital. And they're like, let's then they just rip it right out. Uh, and I'm not yeah. into that. I'm not. I'm in- not no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't need to ever have that no, happen no, to me. Um, the we, we've both been snipped yeah that's right and you get the local yep and the weird thing it doesn't hurt but it's weird how you feel the tugging going on yes yeah like you don't it doesn't hurt but you know there's tugging going on yeah you can feel the tugging and then he's like okay plumbing's being ripped out and you're like oh this is weird feeling yeah and you're like oh he's done and he's like all right now i'm gonna do the other side and you're like oh right that makes sense there's two you guys gotta go in there twice and do it uh yeah that is a weird feeling uh, R.I.P. Captain. Yeah, very sad. Uh, I just, you know, I hope you're sitting down. Uh, we've talked about this story before, but the latest court filings show that Brett Favre knew the Mississippi <laughs> funds transfer was illegal. <laughs> I'm convinced, Ed. That hayseed put it all yes. in writing. Of course he did. Of course he did. I mean, dummy. there's very few things you could convince me that Brett Favre knows like, like, you know, I don't like I w- think he would have a hard time doing a, you know, very basic math test. Right. But he's just a gunslinger. Yeah, he's just a good he's a gunslinger. But I'm I'm convinced that he knew exactly. that he was stealing from the state of Mississippi and I'm ready for him to do the perp walk. Like we need longest yard part three. Like let's get let's get uh, Brett Favre. Let's throw him in the pokey and pay, have him pay his debts to society. Right. Yeah. yeah, I I want to see him get tuned up in the in the in the yeah. prison yard. Yes, absolutely. Also, the uh, the original Longest Yard. It's a great movie. It's a really good great movie. Paul but, Crew. But it's um the Burt Reynolds. Yeah, his character. Oh, he goes. He, he goes to the shit out of yeah. chick, right? <laughs> yes, goes, in the first scene, yes, I think he goes. The reason he's in prison is because. He beats up his old lady, like he, and then he steals her car. Yeah, and, yeah, and then he gets and he's drunk, but he tunes her up. But I'm like, you could have written this. I know it was a different time, but you could have written it any other way. Like he's the hero of the movie. Like, cool Hand Luke got yeah. arrested for sawing the 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 parking meters. Yes, off. there you go. Right, it, yeah. he just he was just anti authority. Right, love it. Like anything, right. anything different than tuning up the old lady and, and back then i mean tune well we did but i think like like yeah. it's relatively graphic like he knocks her to the yeah. ground yeah he does yes he, he beats on her and look 
I get it. She's very annoying. But still, that is not we don't do that. And I don't think we even did that back then. Remember, we at did least, at least in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was just implied right. that on that boat, <laughs> her. Brad yeah. Pitt had had yeah. enough of the, her shit. Yeah. She was talking a lot, and it was just the two of them she out there. She was yapping. Yeah. Um, what, <laughs> wait, and that was based on somebody's true yes. life story, I think. It's so I'm actually headlines. reading the book right now. So yeah. Tarantino said, it, this came out like last year. He goes, I always loved when they the novelization of famous movies. Oh yeah, so I like I that too. So I he goes. So I made a novelization of my movie, and it's like all the backstory and stuff. And it's a little like film nerdish, of yeah. course. Yeah. But he he details the the backstory of Cliff Brad Booth. Pitt's character yeah. Cliff yeah. Booth, yeah. and he does say, I think he says much like some other stuntman. Yeah, he he shot his wife. Yeah. Hey, look, look, shit happens, you know, people, but you know, you don't, you could ride it any other. Remember we did, um, uh, urban cowboy. Oh yeah. And Bud and sissy forever. Yeah. Deborah winger. Ooh, big fan. Deborah winger. She gets tuned up by both, uh, both, uh, Travolta and Scott Glenn. And she marries, she meets Travolta. He slaps her around the first night they meet and they get married like three days later. Jeez. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a different time. Sissy, Sissy also just didn't have self-esteem. She really did it. She really did. She, you know, I would, we uh, should have gotten to know her parents a little bit better. They did not do right by her. No. Yeah. Um, I hope you're still sitting down I because am, I've got yeah. some, yeah. some rather unfortunate news yeah. about a Boston radio host. Yeah. A Boston radio producer was suspended after claiming he was trying to make a sexist joke. They said something like famous. What's who's your f- most famous nip or something? And he said, I was trying to make a sexist joke about Mila Kunis's nipples and not the ethics, ethnic slur about Mina Kimes, the ESPN reporter who's, who happens to be Asian. Yes. Um, I, mean- I believe she's. Korean, yes. but either even even if she was Japanese, yeah, yeah, still a no go, buddy. Yeah. How how is that even in even if he's telling a hundred percent telling the truth? How is that even a topic on the radio? Yeah, you know, Mila Kunis, the mo- world's most famous nipples on earth. <laughs> yes. Like it's a it's a bad save, buddy. You you tried, but you failed. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't think we've ever seen. Mila Kunis topless no, in a movie. I don't think so. She, she I don't was think in so. she was in Black Swan. I, that was about ballet. That's another Darren Aronofsky, I think. Uh, but I didn't. I see enjoyed it. that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's it was. Uh, I liked it. It yeah. was like a trippy. And then I think he followed it up with a terrible movie. Oh, um, Mother. Yes, that was a weird movie. Yeah, with, because I did he was not enjoy. He was banging Jennifer Lawrence at the time. I get it. Yeah. Sex makes you do weird yes. things. Yes. Yeah. No, that was not. I mean, they were in hell or, you know, it's yeah. look, look, if you're jumping dimensions yeah, or it could be the bad. afterlife, like I'm out. Like I need, I need a linear story or at least just on this astral plane. I'm not going to fucking space. I'm not going. What was that one with Matthew McConaughey and he's an astronaut. Yeah, contact no, no, or? contact. Um, interstellar. He's, yes, yes, yes. Then he's behind the bookcase. Yeah, and I just remember, like, what, what's he doing in the bookcase? I don't know. Love brings him through. It's love. You just got to have love. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. that. Fuck love. 
fuck being in different dimensions. Fuck maybe being in hell. It's too I'll confusing. Tell you what, I can't watch it a second time. Yeah. But Requiem for a Dream. That's another. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was fucked up. It's so fucked up. That's another Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Yeah. And what's who who was with for a while? uh, Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Now she's with Bond. I know. That was just, that's a, I mean, he was with her for a long time. Yeah. Big pull for Aronofsky. Yeah. And then they broke up. And then, um, and then he, she immediately married Daniel Craig. Yep. Very, very quick turnaround for her. And I mean, I mean, look, look, her dance card's going to be full. Yes. She, she comes free and people are going to be in those DMs. They're going to be reaching out to her people to try to, to to try to get in there. So good for him. Uh, Uh, What else? I'm just read. So he said during their segment on WEEI, the Greg Hill show. Yeah. They were asked for their top five nips. <laughs> I can't. The host, no, the host, I can't. The hosts were discussing types of hard liquor. Oh. And the, the the topic was flowing smoothly until producer Chris Curtis came in off the top rope and interjected by saying, I'd probably go Mina Kimes. Oh, oh so he knows exactly what he was doing. Of course. No, yeah. but he was like, oh, no, no, I fumbled. I thought it was because they were talking about alcohol. And yeah. then he jumps in with Mina Kimes like, all right, buddy. This and this this is probably like a sponsored segment. They're like from, J- from the Jameson. Boston, I know. I know. I know, but it's like also who calls who calls a um a taste of their favorite liquor a nip like no like just find another way to market it just don't don't even right don't even just get yourself it must into have been a sponsor yeah it must have definitely. been like they were they were they were really trying hard yeah on a slow news day right uh, um, what else going I, on I just thought this is interesting uh, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. On the uh, Raptors, he he just gladly took the fine. I think it was thirty five grand. Yeah, and he just trashed uh, a ref. He said every time we have his game, yeah. he's he's garbage. And they find him, and then the NBA looked into it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he yeah. he is a terrible ref," and yeah. they demoted him. Yeah, I listened to that to that Tim Donaghy podcast. Tim Donaghy. That people say it both ways. Even in that show, I, I know who you're talking about. He, yeah. he has a podcast now. No, no, he doesn't have a podcast. But someone did a. Uh, a writer, like deep dive into him. yeah, a writer did a podcast about him and about the situation, and he interviews him and all his co-conspirators and every you know. But except he doesn't interview referee Scott Foster, who was also definitely in on it, and is de- and still a referee. Scott Foster, I think I read one time that uh, Chris Paul's record with Scott Foster yeah. is like zero and eighteen. Yes, yeah, and and on all the games. That um that Tim Donaghy bet on or admits to betting on, for some reason he would call his buddy Scott Foster and talk on the phone for about twenty eight seconds after every game. Jeez, yeah, I wonder what that's about. Yeah, exactly. But but it's and Tim Tim Donaghy, he kind of says what a lot of people already think about the NBA that it's sort of a. It's more of an exhibition of athleticism than really a contested sporting event where it's, you know, it's like kind of like the Jordan rules. Like they want to show off their best players and they're always going to get the calls. And that's kind of instituted by the league, even though the league doesn't admit that. And, you know, once once you kind of hear the behind the scenes of it, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Why, you know, these games aren't really 
It's just kind of like back and forth, back and forth. And then they start trying in like the last three minutes of every game. Right. Yeah. Um, click the link. I, I think the, uh, they, they have the, uh, the little clip of Van Vliet. I think he's awesome how he just rips the ref. That's okay. He's look- okay. I'll play it right now. I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know, um, Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. <laughs> um, I thought that on most nights, you know, a couple other, you know, out of the three, there's one or two that just fucked the game up. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, it's been like that a couple, couple games in a row. Um, Denver was tough, obviously. You come out tonight, you're competing pretty hard. The third quarter, I get a bullshit tech. Changes the whole dynamic of the game. Changes the whole flow of the game. And, um, you know, most of the refs are trying hard. I like a lot of the refs are trying hard. They're pretty fair. They communicate well. And then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um, just kind of fucks the game up. Yeah, I love come this. to see that shit. They yeah. come to see the players. And um, I love Fred Van Vliet. we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up. Most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So Fuck Ben Taylor. At a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. Hell yeah. I do. I also, yeah. I also like that Fred Van Vliet's wearing like a $900 sweater. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. he absolutely can, can part with 35 grand yeah. to just. Yeah. And, and it moved, the move worked. Yeah. The guy's been demoted. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, we looked into it. He sucks. Yeah. And this is what, this is what, this is, this is like the one skill that Phil Jackson had is he would politic like after the games and go after and, you know, point out certain things that were or were not called. And then the next game, you know, it would be, those things would be called or not called based right. on him advocating for them. But this, this is, this is the thing that Donaghy talks about when he, when he's like, oh, a- any referee can keep a game close if they want, because all all it takes is something like this is calling a technical foul on the right guy at the right time can keep the game, you know, closer to the spread and and have you on the winning side every time he he won like 80 something percent of his bets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's easy. Yeah, Refs it's easy. Such a huge. Fu- di- Speaking yeah. of bad officiating, yes. did you see today the clip of uh the ump throwing out JP yes, Realmo, yes. like what? Yes, buddy. Yes, because he thought he let the ball go by or something. Because what did what did he do just a minute before that? He called a a pitch clock violation on Real Muto's pitcher. That's yeah. that's that was the genesis of that of him being tossed out of the game. They had they had ill will between each other because the because the pitcher had violated the pitch clock and the umpire who umpires already think everybody's there to watch them. So they're like, oh, I get I get more chances to be seen on the field. Everybody's here to see me. Watch me ring this guy up for a pitch clock violation. Why can't we do the automatic right. uh, yeah. strike zone at this point? Well, yeah, we need that. It's better. It doesn't like I get like if you're trying to see a tag at second base, yes. that maybe you need a human to be there. But like behind the plate, it should be like pretty automatic. Oh, absolutely. And you could still have a guy there for plays at the plate or whatever, you know, sure. to manage the game because they got a pretty strong union, and the, and these umpires make about half a million dollars a year. So they're you know they're not giving up any of those jobs. But you don't need them for balls and strikes. Balls and strikes are stupid, and you got I know you got a lot of these guys. Well, that's my strike zone. Oh no, that's that low strike. I don't give that. It's not up to you to give. Right? It's There's not, a box. 
And it's like uh, how McEnroe used to rail about, like, yep. why can't we just do autom- automated shit? Like, why yep. do I need you to tell me if the line, yep. if it's in or out? Yep. And now they have that. Yeah, they've had it. the technology for years. Yes. But, yes. but yeah, it used to it just be perfectly. somebody's opinion. Yes, it's stupid. And look, I, I'm, I'm on record as saying I don't give a fuck. I want replay taken out of every sport because it takes so fucking long. I, but, I, yeah. I mean, ideally, they would get it right. It's, I don't care if they get it right now because the game stops for 10 minutes. I would rather have them get it wrong or hopefully get it right than have the game stop for 10 minutes. But if you could do it quickly, do yeah, that. I said you, you have 10 seconds. Yeah, 10 if seconds it's obvious, is great. 10 seconds, you'll yes. know. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Uh, we've talked about this guy before. Gerard Piquet oh, breaks man. his silence on the Shakira split. I want to be faithful to myself. <laughs> He, look, buddy, this guy, <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Jam Jar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had to let your side piece. Yes. Go in the fridge and use Shakira's jelly. Yes. Not, not buddy. only, not only, not only were you side piecing on your home field, which is just, yeah. a, just no, no. One of the worst things you can do. And you're rich. Letting her graze on the, uh, yeah. at the in you're, the fridge. You're letting her Come have, on. have that. My girl Shakira's preserves. Her delicious jam that only she eats. Unbelievable. And here's why Gerard's having a hard time taking the L. Because he violated the number one rule of relationships, Ed. He went down. Never cheat down. That's right. Never cheat down. The problem is there's only one one way to go with Shakira. It's only down. It's only down. And if you're a guy like Gerard Piquet, who clearly needs it, you know, you're, you're look, ask Arnold. You know, you're going to you're going to you're going to go for what's close by. You're going to go for what's sure. available. And it, even if it's down, even if it's, yeah, I'm not even even, if it's I'm the not, help, I'm not the big, biggest Maria Shriver fan. Sure. Mildred, Mildred Bainet. Yes. Is a Mildred, come in here. I need to bust. I must. I need to bust right now. Come in here. <laughs> then then he not only does he does he bust in the maid, he goes internal. Oh yeah, he just lets it fly. Because he, he's probably because he's Austrian. He's a wild man. He doesn't know that you can waste right. one. He was raised yeah. by Nazis. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. So he's you know he's from Bavaria. He's from the hills. They don't know about pulling out there. And so you know it's it's natural that it you know it could happen to somebody like him. And maybe Gerard Piquet, same kind of thing. You know, he's a little wild. And he just he just lets it go and whoever's nearby. But now he's now he's acting like he uh, he did the right thing and he's and he's uh, proud of his choices and he know he knows he's taking an L here. That's all there is to big it. Big L, big huge, L. huge. Uh, we talked about Diplo last week. Yes. He's back, but in the sports news. Oh, what, 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 hold on. What did we talk about him last week? What was he? What was he up to? Again? Eye contact, Brian. That's Eye contact. Right. That's right. Says, says he. <laughs> yeah, says, we might not have. That might have been in the bonus uh, part of the right. show. Oh, it might have been. Last week we discussed Diplo, the uh, <laughs> Diplo, who we also learned is worth like fifty million dollars. Right. Uh, um, Diplo he, he essentially said it's not gay yeah. to get to, to get a blowjob from a guy yeah. as long as you don't make eye contact. Yes, exactly. It's he, he, um, he and Pedro Guerrero share that uh, share that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's he, what's he doing this week besides getting well, blown by dudes and not ran a marathon? Yeah, but he beat Oprah Winfrey's L.A. marathon time, which I, 
I can't imagine. Yeah. Did, the, did Oprah kill it on the marathon circuit? I can't I, imagine. She's probably one of those people that takes the tags off her shoe and oh, right. and jumps in a suburban and gets Stedman. delivered at hey, mile Stedman, I need yeah. you to drive me nineteen miles. Yes. Pick me up. I'm gonna run in the porta potty and then sneak out the back door and jump in the suburban and then we'll go to uh, we'll go to Denny's for a few hours and then you drop me off at the finish line. Uh, well, he beat Oprah Winfrey's L.A. marathon time. I don't know why that's the benchmark. Headline, it's kind of weird because she's also a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he says he took LSD to do it. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know. I, that, I don't think that could have really helped. Was he, was he, uh, did he do, did he, he was on I LSD during the race? Yeah. It micro does. Kind of, of yeah. Oh, kind of takes your mind off things now. But, uh, but that's the thing. Yeah. Running. Yeah. is such a mental it is. sport. Like it is physical, but like no. you've got to, you've got to be in it for hours. It's true. I assume he did it in like four hours or it, something. It's true. Cause as long as you can breathe, you can run, like you can run forever. This it, isn't sprinting. Yeah. Yeah. As long this as just you don't job. blow it out. Yeah. But he, I actually follow somebody on Instagram who's friends with Diplo and I'm, uh, they're always like lifting weights. And I mean, they're probably he's doing in good st- shape. Yeah. He's in good shape. So he's definitely capable of doing a marathon. I, st- I it, like if he's on LSD during the race as a performance enhancer, it's not as impressive as the time I worked an entire shift at supplantation on a macro dose of LSD. <laughs> Because that's 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 way more difficult what I undertook than what than what uh, Diplo did in this in this race. DJ who's under four, and he says he took LSD to do it. Diplo said on Twitter Monday that he put five drops of LSD into a water bottle. That doesn't sound like micro. Uh, No, that sounds like uh, the full fucking load. The most I ever ran was eleven miles. So any normal person would do who t- took LSD, LSD, sure, yeah, wow, no, he was he was feeling it. I it watched, was, what, yeah. Whenever the whenever the Super Bowl that was in New York and we bet on that the woman would be wearing yes, Renee Fleming's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That right before that Super Bowl, I ran a half marathon and like towards the end of that race, I was like, I'm never running again. And you know what? I've yeah. never run another race. Again. <laughs> Never. I was like, this is fucking awful. <laughs> really? And that was half. That was a half a yeah. marathon. Yeah, he did it's fucking horrible. He did twice as much. Unbelievable. Good for you, Diplo. Now, I, I yeah. wonder if he celebrated by having a nice blowjob from a dude who he didn't look at. No, no yeah. eye contact. Yeah, of course not. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what, anything else? Hmm? There's one Just more story. The... Oh, oh, it, yeah, that's right. We, when we story. we right. predicted this, I'll, I'll I'll introduce it. We predicted this. A few weeks ago, when he was let out on bail for the Super Bowl, Chief Saholic has jumped bail. He he cut that's off the, not the rule following Chief Saholic. I right. know he cut off his ankle bracelet, and he's he's MIA according to his bail bondsman. This poor woman, yeah. she's like, "Why are you giving this guy a pass to go to the Super Bowl? He's dangerous." Yes. And they're like, "No, no, no. Yeah. He's just a big old lovable Chiefs fan. He's a fucking like, bank robber." He pointed a gun at me. Now, I feel unsafe. Yeah, he loves it. He just loves football. So if anybody in the Missouri or Kansas area sees a sees a um a uh an anthropomorphic anthropomorphized wolf strolling around in Chiefs boxer shorts, 
call the police because that's Chief Saholic. Javier Michael Babadar. Been on the I run mean, since 8.30 p.m. Saturday. He could be anywhere, Ed. But he's a wolf. He could blend in with the, the yes, pack. Yes, he could be in the woods. He could be out there being the alpha of the pack. If you notice a wolf has a howl that doesn't quite ring true, that might be a bank <laughs> robber. Are there any leads on where he might be headed? He has a close relationship with his mother and brother. Those three are rarely ever separated. Well, that's weird. Well, he's that's an adult. fucking weird. Yeah. Spit roast with mom? That's, wow, jeez, Ed. Babadar's <laughs> mother and brother left Tulsa, and we previously believed that Javier was with them. However, we later found out that they left Tulsa about two hours before Babudar even cut off his leg monitor. Oh, that's where well, they're like, oh, no, I was gone. I left two hours before. Like, that seems that seems like a little too um, buttoned up right there. No, I was nowhere near Tulsa when he cut off his ankle bracelet. I had nothing to do with it. How old is he? I think he's in his Never 20s. seen without mother and brother. That's pretty weird. Yeah. That's, you could say the same about me, like, sister, when yeah, I was, like, five. Six, yeah. I know. Like, that five-year-old's always with his mother. It's pretty weird. I know. I I, I remember being, like, just mortified to ever be seen with my parents. And um, my, but my kids don't seem to have that as much, which I think is kind of nice. I don't think it's really, I think it's more about them than it is about me. But my daughter did tell me one thing the other day and she's been featured on the show before. She was telling me the other day that um, one of her friends was like, Oh my God. She's like, my mom is, she's been doing Insta stories and they are so cringe. I'm so embarrassed. And my daughter was like, yeah, my dad reviews meat sticks. <laughs> you know what? I'll top that. My dad reviews meat sticks. That's right. My dad is online. I'll, I'll see your cringe videos yes. and raise you meat yes. stick reviews. My dad is talking about the loose meats he buys at casting providing hashtag content that's right exactly okay here we go let's talk so let's do some emails he's so easy to hate your time he likes to waste his calls are far from great his calls are far from great he's such a stupid fuck he seems down on his luck his voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring and worthless. But he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless. Shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tits, 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 tits. He's been well. He's Sometimes I get kind of bummed out because that song does get kind of mean. But then, yeah. I, then I realized that Manuel and Gardenia has never listened to this show, so he'll never—he's never heard <laughs> that. I mean, he did. I think when the song first debuted, he, he did. He, yeah. But I think people tagged him. People told him, "Yeah, they're like, hey, there's a song about you." And then he came on and he like talked there's, about his haters and stuff. Zero percent chance he's listening no, to this. No, show. for sure he doesn't. Well, he's working the night shift now. Oh, so right. Like, makes, you know, can't, can't, makes sense. can't catch up on any pods on the night shift. Okay, let's do some voicemails. Oh. Hey, Lawler, it's uh, oh. Ben Nano 6 here. Just uh, 
thinking about uh, Super Lee's call from last week. Um, you know, it, it, Wisconsin's got a lot to hate about it. I really, mm. I, I kind of get on this bandwagon. Being from the so we have a, we have a major um, border war going on in the Midwest between Wisconsin and everywhere that's not Wisconsin. And this is this is a um, a, a comment on that. Well documented this show. I, I happen to be in Wisconsin more than I probably want to be. Um, no offense, but all offense actually. But I think one of the worst things about the state, and there's a lot again, a lot to hate. But one of the worst things is when you you go to these these little hole the wall bars. No. Um, one of the worst things is asking for an old fashioned. And the number one question they ask you is whiskey or brandy. Whoa. And I, I just can't. I don't know why you would ever use brandy for anything outside of cooking. And I just think it's, it's like the worst thing about, one of the worst things about the state and not the worst thing about the state. Wow. Uh, all, guys. I mean, it's, uh, Ben 906 brings up a very good point. Isn't brandy's just like really shitty whiskey, isn't it, Ed? I feel like it's like sweet. Yeah. Hold on. Let's. Let's look it up here. Brandy, and we're not talking the great song by Looking Glass. Brandy, you're a it's, fine girl. It's it's uh, is it like an after dinner thing? I think. Yeah, an aperitif. What alcohol type is brandy? Brandy. Oh my God, Ed, it, you're right. Yes, brandy, al- alcoholic beverage distilled from wine or fermented fruit mash. The term used alone generally refers to a grape product. So it's fermented wine. Brandies made from wines or fermented mashes I, of other fruits are commonly. Am I wrong? Isn't that what cognac is? Isn't that a brandy? I think so. Um, yeah. Is, is cognac a brandy? Yeah. Look that up. It's, uh, I mean, yak is a hard. That's a Every hard. cognac is a brandy, but not all brandy is a cognac. Oh. Okay. Stop with the riddles. What the fuck? <laughs> It's confusing. Come on. Distilled barrel aged fruit wine. Well, no, I'm, I'm out. I've, ta- I've definitely tasted it and yeah. it's like sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I've I had feel it like too. I was at a wedding and they were like, oh, here's a digestif. Yeah. It's no. sweet and garbage. No. Brandy, you're a fine girl is a great song by Looking Glass, though. So I would not don't confuse those because it's it's about a, a barmaid that likes likes to fuck a lot of sailors. And they're all and yeah. Brandy's brother, Ray J, fucked yeah. Kim Kardashian and, and made one. her famous. Yes. And he he makes like 50 grand a month from that sex tape, by the way. Good for him. Ray J. Ray J. Wow, he's not. Ray J is not lacking for funds and or Brandy went to the prom with Kobe. That's right. <laughs> also, yes. Also, six degrees. Not always. With permission. Are, could we connect that to, is there a way we could connect that to a movie that Jay uh, Stu has been in? Can we do a six degrees of separation? Okay. Was, was, was Kobe, was he, was he in like a space jam? What Kobe Bryant movies? I'm going to do this. No, he did win an Academy Award undeserved. Brandy the singer. Brandy. Um, she was in Cin- okay, uh, Cinderella. Okay, I can do this. Okay, listen. Yeah, Kobe Bryant appeared in the movie. Uh, Daddy's Home. Shut up. Is that with Ice Cube? Daddy's Home. No, that's uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Okay, okay. all right. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh-huh. see. Uh-huh. Let's see if we can backtrack 
Okay. It always comes down to LDP yeah. or yeah. to Gina Gershon. Okay. Yep. Oh. Mark Wahlberg was in. Was he in anything with Tom Cruise? Because then we Mark. could get to cocktail. Also, what about was he ever in, inside of um, Jennifer Tilly? Because Jeff, she okay. had sex okay. in Let's that movie this. with Gina Gershon. Yes. Um, Jennifer Tilly. Jennifer Tilly was in. Okay, so Jay Stu was in a movie with Gina Gershon. Yeah, that's right. No, no, no. Let's let's go LDP. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Who was in Young Guns? Yes. Yes. With Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Who who was briefly engaged to Paula Abdul, who was the choreographer for the Laker Girls. There you go. Is that there we go? There's a connection right there. <laughs> who was? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I, we can do this. Yeah. Okay. So was <laughs> yeah. Paul Paul Abdul, who was the head fly girl on In Living Color, right. with Jamie Foxx, yes. who was in Collateral with yes. Tom Cruise. There you go. Yes. Who yeah. was in Cocktail with Gina Gershon? <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Yeah. See? Nailed it. So you can always get back to Jay Stu. It's coming soon, by the way. Draft Stravaganza. Yeah. Excited Send, to have him back. If you have emails or voicemails i would get them in soon as we are recording draft stravaganza in less than a week uh mailbag at the baller lifestyle.com also um 949-464-TBLS and and go back i believe draft stravaganza is episode number 27 so go back and have a listen we're gonna it's only God, been yes. it's only been 430 no 29 <laughs> episodes since then but we're gonna do another one so here we go um okay oh we're still doing voicemails Here's another one. Hey, guys. Kyle and Scotty here. Uh-oh. Hey, Kyle General Scotty. Lee from Minnesota. Uh, Going to give oh, you a no. quick history lesson. Uh, every African-American moved oh. to North America, and not by fucking choice. So, yeah, they moved to Wisconsin, too. You fucking racist. Oh, my God. Super Lee, just you've alienated my you favorite farmer. A, yeah, you kicked up a hornet's nest. Yes. I love, I love Super Lee, but I also love Kyle and Scotty. And I don't, I don't want there to be beef. I hate when mom and dad fight. I don't want there to be beef with you guys. No, like, we <laughs> don't want this. Listen. I mean, it is funny when he makes fun of Wisconsin, I have to admit. It does yeah, make me laugh. And le- except for that time he fucked over Houdini, who's amazing. Yeah. You can, you can hate a division yes, conference rival yes. in sports. Yes. But we will not stand for you impugning right. the, the, the great Kyle. That's right. Scott. Look, if you want to talk about Stephen Avery burning cats and murdering people from the auto trader, then yes, yes that's we're OK with that. But, you know, leave my guy Kyle alone. He's a good dude. Great dude. OK, here's another one. Howdy, ballas. Katie Shady Katie here Shady. in Cincinnati. Yep. So I was today years old when I learned that Jip is a racial slur. That's right. But I want (laughs) because we talked about last week how Whoopi Goldberg's been canceled again because she um she slurred uh Romanians by using the the Romani people, the the gypsies. Gypsies, yeah. That's (laughs) right. You're not supposed to call gypsies. But like yeah, (laughs) this that's one of the newer ones that we didn't realize was a slur. Right. Yes. Like Eskimo. That's right. Oh yeah, but but here's the problem. Some of the um, Inuit 
Inuit or First Nations or however they like to be called. Some prefer to be called Eskimo. So it's hard to know. There's some that 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 own that name Eskimo, and you know, some could be our Eskimo brothers. I have heard that some Native American have preferred American Indian, right? Like yes. I just know. Yes, my intent, intent. is always to to treat to treat you with whatever respect you yes. you want, like intent. or whatever whatever moniker you want, or whatever. Like, but. But yeah, right. it's 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 tough. I am all in favor of trying to do the right thing. If somebody sure. hates the name, yes, great, get rid of the name Redskin. Get yes. rid, of, move move on. But right. I, I I honestly didn't know about uh, Whoopi Goldberg's thing until like a year earlier. I, I heard that same. Then you, but then you know, then you end up with with the Guardians, and that's fucking horrible. That is a horrible horrible team name. So if you you're, Commanders, Commanders, that's not great. Either I like calling them the commies because people yeah. get uncomfortable when I yeah. call them. the commies. I like that too. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, you know, it's you got you got to you got to worry about what's what the after effects are. But right. intent is important. Obviously, it's a colloquial term. It's offensive to some people. Most people do not know that. But I I did uh, read that. I think Whoopi is doing just fine. People are She's like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. How many of them watch TV? Yeah. Karen, <laughs> yeah, Karen Johnson's doing just fine. No, that's a good point. Um. Also, remember what we learned peanut gallery is a, yes. a slur against black people because they couldn't afford the expensive seats. So they had to sit way up in the peanut gallery. And, but right. nobody knows that. And it's like and once you learn, OK, don't use it. But intent is what matters. And, and if somebody's not trying to slur you, you can you can politely correct them, I think. Right. Yeah. I, right. We yeah. can move past it, but yes. until we learn that peanut That's right. gallery is bad, That's right. we, didn't, we didn't know. Also, also, some gypsies got Ed's iPhone one time, so. Those fuckers. <laughs> oh, but it did, and then, yes. like, a month later, I saw the scene playing out for this oh, other yeah. one. I, I was I was on a, uh, I was right by the Champs-Élysées yeah. in France. Yeah. In Paris. And I saw it happening, and I, like, stood up, mm-hmm. and I stopped. I grabbed oh, the, per- the person a, by the wrist. pocketing. And I go, yeah. and I, I can't speak French. Yeah. And it's like, they're trying to steal your phone. And yeah. then the woman gave me a dirty look like I was trying to take your phone. Because you didn't try to say it in French. That's why. I just didn't yeah. know. She's like, ooh, American, you learned this yeah. different language. Dumb American. Yeah. And, 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 uh, it was yeah. it was pretty funny. Yeah. They were like, c'est bon. Yeah. And then yeah. the, you put the, put the Romani person yes. goes, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> like knew. They, they, they knew. summoned the courage for those English yeah. words. Yeah. No, but I, like I, that. I foiled a robbery. Good for you. Yeah. Express the fact that there are still gypsies coming around and feeding everywhere. When I worked in retail, I was a Banana Republic store manager. Ooh. And we would get notifications from loss prevention that groups of gypsies and Irish tra- travelers oh, yeah. were going around because they could steal, like, an entire table full of sweaters without anyone really noticing. So we would have to be super on guard just to make sure that they didn't come in and steal all our shit. But also who gives a fuck? It's not your shit. Just let them steal it. Steal all the shit. I don't care. I don't care if you steal from a corporation. Just don't steal Ed's iPhone. Now, these days as realtor, we get them, they come up, especially in Cincinnati because they bury their dead 
Stop Spring it. Grove Cemetery. Stop. Which is a- Do they bring them up in a caravan? Oh, I, I, absolutely. <laughs> They're like, Do you like eggs? And they, and they come up and bury their dead and have a party all night? Historical landmark and a pretty famous, gorgeous cemetery. And so when that, they come up around Memorial Day for that, and we have to put alerts out to people oh, yeah. at home in the real estate world because they pour driveways. And a lot of what? They will come to the house and ask for a deposit, and people will put down, you know, $1,000 to have their driveway board, and then the people will just take off. Oh, yeah. So... Well, you got to check their contractor's I, license. You know, I understand... Get two bids. ...racial slurs, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But, I mean, I think that the Romanis and the Irish travelers and those people really need to get their shit together... Well, it sounds like they, they got it together. Yeah. Also, there's the world. Yes, about my right. gypsy wedding, gypsy sisters, gypsy this, gypsy that. Yep. So it's in the lexicon of pop culture. It is. So I'm not really sure why they're making whoopee. Yeah. They're making whoopee freaking whoopee. apologize for it, even though she sucks anyway. But what? So, <laughs> that's all I have to say. Jeez, that's a long way to go. I appreciate that, though. I like the lesson. You know, we have here in, um, here in um, Orange County... The the palm reading, uh, the palm reading grift is controlled by a gypsy mafia, and if you try Whoa. if you try to open a tarot room or any kind of like fortune telling, the the gypsies will come and they'll chase you out, and then you can't find them because they got a lot of different names and stuff. It's very. We should do a deep dive on it. It's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Here's another one. Brian, Ed, Airfax Rhino, Ryan in Houston here. Great guy. I'm calling because, uh, you know, you guys are talking about... Airstrike Rhino sounds um, deceptively like Caleb in Seattle. Does he He not? He does. He does have a Caleb sounding voice. Yep. It's Reddick, which is obviously very sad. Uh, And you were talking about how you really only saw him in uh, serious roles. Um, You know, there's a... (laughs) You played the Eric Andre thing, which was very funny. Uh, but there was a show called Corporate. Oh, I remember. Uh, which you may have easily missed because I think it maybe got maybe got two seasons on uh, Comedy Central. Uh, and Lance Reddick had a very hilarious role in that. The show itself is pretty funny, too. Uh, but uh, it, it was funny in the same way as the Eric Andre skit where he's playing a character that is so over the line, intense, and serious that it's funny. Uh, but oh, he does a really good job in yeah. that. So if you can find it to stream somewhere, it's I probably think on it's been a while Paramount. So I'm not sure where that would be, but if you can find somewhere to stream it, I would definitely do that and check that out. Called corporate. Anyway, that's it. Later, guys. Appreciate it. I'm looking up Lance Reddick, cause of death. Oh, it's 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 free on the Comedy Central um, website. Wow. Okay. Reddick died suddenly. It just still says natural causes. I need I need to know. That's, that's not acceptable. No. How did he die? Cause of death. You see, you know what? The everybody clickbaits this because they know you're searching for cause of death. So there's just a bunch of bullshit that doesn't say how he actually died because they don't know yet. Right. I mean, very sad. RIP Lieutenant Daniels. Oh my Maybe God. Marlo. This one, this one said, Oh yeah, Mark Marlo might've got him. This one says transcription, not available. So I'm going to have my finger on the pause button. Hey, Brian, and I know it's you, Jason, Jason Stewart. What's up? Oh, no, that, we'll do that for The Bachelor. Thanks, Dave. Oh. But but look, he called back. Oh, no. 
Now, those are those are first both from a bachelor show. But the bachelor lifestyle coming down to the wire, the finale this week. If you're you or your wife are into the bachelor, me and Jay Stu do a show about it, and we'll probably have the great reality Steve on this week to explain. Have you been? Um, is Michelle watching the Bachelor? Ed? She is, but were we on? Were we on a text? I don't know. For some reason, reality Steve announced the next. Bachelorette Bachelor? charity. Maybe maybe yeah. we were on like a text oh my God. chain or something. Maybe yeah. Jay Stu pulled us into it. But I, I said to Michelle, I was feeling good. And she's like, well, thanks. I didn't know she was off yet. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they announced. I was like, oh, I just thought yes. I had a yeah. scoop that I was like giving you something. And she's like, great. Thanks. Jay Stu blamed me for that, too, because I, re- I I saw Steve tweet it. And then I I retweeted it. And I said, I said, even with her speech impediment. And then people got so mad at me. Because they say it's just a southern accent, but that's not what I'm talking about. She does a thing where she's like, she's very attractive. She's very pretty, but she does a thing where she like kind of talks through her teeth, and that her bottom lip goes out. It like pulls out on both sides, and she does. She's got a way of talking that's it's confusing to me. Anyway, here's let me tell you what the guy on the Bachelor did. This guy is such a tool. Ed. I love this. Oh, he, he looks like it. I've. Yeah. I've been in the room when she's got that on, yeah. and like, yeah. I, I don't know why, but I really yeah. want to punch him. You, you, yeah, you would want to punch him. He, um, he's got Catholic guilt. So here's what happens: they get to the fantasy suites, which I love. That's that's where he gets to sample the goods, right? But he tells Jesse Palmer, who I like to call the talented Kyle Brandt. He gets, he gets to, um, he gets, he gets with Jesse Palmer and he's like, look, he's like, I know this is the week. This is fantasy suites week. He's like, but I just want to declare. And this is like, this is, this is like a a hold my beer moment. He goes, he goes, I just want to declare no sex. I'm not going to slay any of these chicks. Like, it's just up to him. He's like, I could fuck them all if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. So that, that irritated me. Isn't that. Isn't that the isn't that week the yeah. point of yeah. being on the show? Yeah. So then he goes, but this guy's a loser. And then he goes on the first date with the first chick who is a dimey dime dime piece. And they go out and they have a nice de- date. And he's like, hey, by the way, I'm not slaying it tonight. And she's like, um, OK, I mean, you know, I was like available for that. And it's like it's crazy. Right. So he doesn't have sex with her. Then he goes on the second date. And the chick is like an emotional wreck and about not being picked or anything. And then he goes on the second date and he breaks his promise to himself. Oh, he, and he, bangs, he bangs the second chick. Right. But then like an idiot. First of all, he tells Jesse Palmer, he's like, Hey, Jesse, I bang the chick. And Jesse's like, okay. And then he's like, so I'm going to tell the next chick I'm going on a date with that I banged the second chick. Oh, and and what Jesse, are you doing? And Jesse Palmer, like a fucking moron, just looks at him. His eyes just get a little bit wider. And he doesn't offer the fucking advice like, hey, Bloody. man, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't tell him. So then he goes on the next date and he's like, hey. And they're like paddling like through these. They're in Thailand where you couldn't get, get a hand job. Maybe he should have gone. Maybe he should have gone to the place where you could not get that hand job and he could have gotten a hand job and then he could have gotten the demons out and been fine. But he didn't do that. So he goes, they're like paddling these clear boats. There's a mangrove forest. And then they're like just sitting there in this fucking marshy area. And he's like, hey, I got something to tell you. 
He's like, I just want you to know that I fucked that other chick last night. And she's like, why are you telling me this? Like, I don't want, uh. like, she's like, I get that that's implied. Why did you tell me that? So that's where we're at. Then he kicked off the dimey dime who he didn't have sex with. And now the, the girl who he did bang is being slut shamed. So that, that's what's going on. Fine. Bachelor finale this week. Bachelor lifestyle. Wow. Anywhere you get podcasts. Okay. Here's another one. Hey guys, super Lee. Just wanted to start out with saying some love for Dola, Brian, Stu, and Truth Honk. Oh, no. Just making that Friday show just as entertaining as possible. On the stereo, Brian, I really hope you post it. Yep. Um, two hours of just absolute. I was only one hour of it. Um, yeah. Amazing. And you know, I feel like I'm going to comment only on Red Circle stuff, and I hate doing that because it's, I don't want to, the assholes who are not in Red Circle to hear about this stuff, but yeah. they need to know what they're missing out on. Yes. And so. I'm, I'm hearing the bonus Brian stuff, and I'm loving it. I, I feel so connected to it. There was so many times I shook my head and said, yes, I agree. I agree, Brian. That's you are right. on the right path. Like this broad who's hating on the non-fats for acting like And I talk, I discussed the, um, an article in the Daily Beast where this woman really hates the movie The Whale because it's fat-phobic, and even though she hasn't seen it. So that's what he's talking about. Fat. And, I mean, it's called acting, right? That's They're right. Supposed to be You're pretending to be fat. Like... Tom Hanks was not really straight on a desert That's island, right. but there he was in, you know, what was that fucking movie? Tell you what. And yeah. yes. There's a better chance of me sprouting wings than seeing that movie. The whale? I have, I have pretty, zero desire to see it's it. It's pretty depressing. But now that I talked about it, I kind of want, I kind of feel like I need to watch it, but I agree with the, you. The little trailer, yeah. he's just crying and yeah. he's got a, he's, yeah. he's six no, bills and he's eating himself to death, you know? And that's, I, look, that's I a sad it. story. And he also wasn't a World War II, but I saw him saving Ryan's private. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, there's that. And finally, like, this Dane then going on saying, you know, oh, I didn't watch the movie, but I read reviews that, that supported what I thought. Well, that's some bullshit, because yeah. I think the number one problem with the world today is there's some of these people who have curiosity, but they don't match it with being open-mindedness. So they end up finding these stupid-ass crackpot theories or only it exists in an echo chamber that supports their own thoughts. You, if you're going to be curious, got to add on some open-mindedness to maybe expand your perspective and be open to new things. So that's all. Love love the bonus, Brian. Love the, the Friday show. Really love the community that you guys have grown here. Love you guys, and Just thanks for everything. And, and fuck Wisconsin. Bye. <laughs> I, I would say yes. that I'm not watching that movie, not because I'm not open-minded. Yeah. I When am I going to be in the mood to see that? I know. It's the same. It's, I agree. I agree. It's hey, look, I've never seen Schindler's List. It looks very depressing. I don't, you know, it's just not. I'm never in the mood for a depressing movie. I haven't seen The Whale. My point was is that there, you couldn't, you can't tell a story about a 600 pound guy and go out and find an actual 600 pound guy and hope he's a good actor. You just got, you just got to get a good actor and have him pretend to be that 600 pounds, and you know, like if that's what you're into. But it does look very depressing. Thank you for that, Lee. Okay, here's one more. Brian, Ed, it's oh, Dola. Dola. Hey, buddy uh, of ours. Dola. Dola. Call for a while. Longtime friend. Um, he was no. he was concerned that I mentioned that I could block him for um, for not coming through on his state of the Baller Lifestyle podcast call that he's promised. But I was I was just kidding. I would never block anybody. I uh, worked up a little something for you today, and honestly, I don't have it in me. There's another school shooting today. Yeah. And, um, you know, 
I, I keep hearing these people talk about, oh, we need to arm the teachers. And it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, our kids keep getting shot in schools. And these people who say we need to arm the teachers are the exact same fucking people who have a problem with the books the people the teachers pick out. Sure. It's fucking absurd. I just don't have it in me. I um anyway, um if you're one of those people who thinks let's arm the teachers, you're probably one of the people who has a problem with the pe- books the pe- teachers pick out. But to be fucking reasonable. Something has to fucking change. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Ed. Bye. Well said, Dola. Well said. Yeah, I all I can tell you is that my mother was and my two sisters are teachers and like you definitely don't want them armed. Right. It's not their <laughs> job. No. It's not no, their it's not their job. Shooting bad guys not, is not the teacher's job. No. I uh, appreciate that, Dola. Thank you. That was very much from the heart and your contributions are always appreciated. Thank you. Uh one, one quick email. Ballers. I am finally getting around to reading my signed copy of Ed Daly's work of mastery, Heroes and Jerks, the yes. best and worst who ever lived, now available in paperback on Amazon for $19.95. And I have three observations so far. One, the timeline illustrations by Ed are fantastic and deserve their recognition among the likes of Michelangelo and Reb Rembrandt, who are featured heroes in the book. <laughs> B, as someone raised Catholic but now happily free from their clutches, I greatly enjoyed hearing about the many infallible popes who made the jerks list. Oh, popes were like warlords. <laughs> Big pieces of shit. It like, is the Nazi Pope was a great yeah, guy compared yeah. to the compared to these monsters. Oh yeah, the, they were starting wars. All and, the Nazi all the Nazi Pope did was hide pedophiles and have sex with his manservant. Like that's that's right. nothing in the world of that's, popes. That's nothing compared to like medieval times oh, yeah. popes. Uh, it is insane that there is so much evil in the history of that religion and people just act like nothing happened. Learning about the horrible popes in college was one of the main reasons I began to question religion in the first place. Three, I was not prepared to hear about what Martin Luther consumed a spoonful oh, yeah. of each day in belief it helped keep him disease free. Yep. I think <laughs> of the worst thing he could eat. I had to stop. It takes some deep breaths after that. <laughs> there are there. Yep, spoonful of his own shit. That's what he <laughs> ate. Thanks, thanks for the excellent book, Ed, and both of you for continuing to put out the best podcast available on the internet. Keith and the Triangle hashtag Team Current hashtag Team Every Episode. Thank you for that, Keith. Now, Thank you, Keith. He should post that on your Amazon reviews. Unlike the dude that's like, "Hey, Ed, check out my penis. Who's whose penis do you want?" <laughs> Look at. Uh, okay. Thank you for that, Keith. Let's do some not sports. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Not sports segment. Segment. On the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Segment. 
Ed, what is happening in the world of things that are not, in fact, sports? Well, sadly, we lost a few people in the non-sports world. First up, Paul Grant, a little person who played an Ewok and was in Harry Potter, 56 years old. Oh, very sad. Those Ewoks were bullshit, though. They were bullshit, but, you know. When you're a little person. Yeah, it's the gig. You get that one gig at Christmas time every year, maybe St. Patrick's Day, and you got to hope they're casting Ewoks. I saw, aren't they remaking the Willow? And does, is, uh, I think they've, they've, yeah, they're making it as a show or something. I think it's on Disney Plus. Is, uh, what's his name? Warwick Davis. Is he in it? Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, he needed a gig. Uh, R.I.P. Norman Steinberg, mm. screenwriter, one of the screenwriters on Blazing Saddles in My Favorite oh, Year, 83 man. years old. And and Mel Brooks uh, credited him, said, like, oh, he, he was, like, a big force on, yeah. on Blazing Saddles, which is one of the greats. Great movie. And Richard Pryor. Classic. Did all the li- wrote all the lines for Mongo. Yeah. Mongo, pawn in the game of life. <laughs> but, yeah, they... Yeah. They weren't allowed. He wasn't allowed to be to play Cleavon Little's role because of his drug problems. Oh, the, right. studio the studio wouldn't allow it. Yeah. And Mel Brooks is like, well, he's staying on as a screenwriter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Leroy Raphael. R- I don't know if we, he gets the R.I.P. Yeah. Arby's co-founder, 96. Did, did he die I in custody? He did, I assume yeah. he didn't yeah. eat his own food because no. you don't live the 96. No. Eating Arby's. Uh, he's like, I got an idea. Well, well, microwaves weren't even invented probably when he came up with uh, Arby's. But he's like, well, well, here's what we'll do: we'll go to Ralph's and we'll get that. We'll get some of that gray meat buttig, and then we'll throw it. We'll throw it on a white bun in the microwave, and then if people want, they can have barbecue sauce with it, and we'll charge them a dollar. And that's and the guy lived in '96. You know. You know what he he was like. He woke up in the middle of the night. And he's like, I got it. <laughs> What if there was it's a way to, to bum people out more yes. on road trips at rest stops? It is really sad. And, you know, there's an Arby's that I drive by a lot, and it's got a great sign. I think we talked about this before. I do like the sign, great yeah. Great sign. I mean, it's a beautiful sign, and it's, it's a 10-gallon hat, right? Yes, it's a sign I could get behind, but the food is fucking it's disgusting. disgusting. So oh, gross. It's a huge bummer. Yes. And R.I.P. Darcel, the world's oldest drag queen, ninety-two years old. Is that documented? Was he still Not, was he still dragging around at ninety-two? Yes. That had to be really sad. Uh, you know, this isn't my phrase, but it brings up the quote: "Nothing sadder than an old queen." <laughs> yes, I have heard that before. <laughs> R.I.P. Darcel. Uh, exciting news! Yes. After watching Jonah Hill in Twenty One Jump Street movie, Kanye West declared. He liked Jewish that's people. All, that's all it took. Whew. I mean, it's a pretty low bar. To, yeah. To get back with gotta, the chosen people. Show him Slumdog Millionaire. He's going to love Indian people. <laughs> uh, wait till he sees the color purple. Oh, wow. Nah, he still hates black people. Yeah. Uh, Afro Man. We, oh, I my think God. We, I think we talked about yeah. when. He got, it was a raid because of weed. Weed. He, he lives in Ohio where they don't have freedoms and they, and the cops came and they, I think he has a gate and they busted down his gate driveway. It, yeah. it was like on him to repair it. Yeah. Yeah. And they busted down his door and he was making a video of it, like while they were searching his house. And then 
He uh, he used he used his private uh, security footage right. of people invading his home. Yeah, yeah, taking away his freedom. Yeah, and uh, the the he sued for quote invasion of privacy yeah. by the police who raided his home. Yeah. So he plans to counter sue. Well, and this is malicious because you don't you have no rights to your own image when you're out in public. And this has been this has long been adjudicated by the Supreme Court. There's precedent. You're if you oh, they are weren't in public, they were in. Right, yes, home. exactly. Yes. Yeah. So even even more so like he's got and that's his place. You know, he can film whatever's going on in his place. And you you don't you don't have any rights to that. And this is cops being cops. They're being huge fucking dickheads and bullies. And I'm team Afro man here. Oh, this is Fuck yeah. this is Katie Shady. This is Cincinnati. Afro man's a Cincinnatian. Put it. Put a picture of Afro Man on your wall next to Johnny Fever. That's right. Yeah, have a fundraiser for him. Afro Man is speaking out amid his ongoing legal saga with his local Cincinnati law enforcement. This is the guy who had that "Because I Got High" song. Yeah, it's a banger. It's, um, yeah. Kevin Smith put it at the end of a movie. Was it the uh, Jay and Silent Bob? One I think of those. It was probably one of the sequels. Those yeah. are pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Seven members of the department have filed a lawsuit against the Good Times artist for invasion of privacy and unauthorized use of an individual's persona. Uh, uh, his attorney, Afroman's attorney, real name Joseph Foreman, Afroman's better, said in a statement shared on Instagram, they're planning to counter sue. Oh, they're saying they had a lawful warrant. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Talking loud covers, conundrums, my brothers. Grub you in some movies and shows in the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS.